listening to From the Friars Podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars, the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York City. May the Lord give you his peace. Good morning. In the Gospel of St. Luke, this passage which we've just heard where Jesus goes to the synagogue in Nazareth and reads from the prophet Isaiah. Um, This is a programmatic moment. That uh, This passage from the prophet Isaiah, this uh, prophecy about the coming of the Messiah, uh, will play out through the rest of the Gospel of Luke and in Acts, that this this is the program of Jesus as the Messiah. So um, uh, one of the passages that scholars point to that... uh, this passage somehow gives a direction to the whole Gospel of Luke and the whole of Acts of the Apostles. So like a, a key central fulcrum passage in the Gospel of Luke. Um, so uh, so powerful. So what, what do you say? What do you say? So I'm praying and reading over this and you know, you're always asking the question, well, how did the people of Jesus's time, his contemporaries, how did they hear this? Like what, what did it say to them? And, um, and you can make guesses, you know, but then what does it say to us today? What does it say to me? And um, this is a passage which I've studied often and I've read all kinds of commentaries and heard other people comment on it. And, and uh, so you have this moment where you're just asking the Lord, give me a new insight, give me a new insight. And um, so praying over this passage, I, I had a, a very strong sense, uh, which I'm going to just throw out there and then try to explain. Um, and, and it is this. That God doesn't offer temporary fixes. That's what I got in prayer this morning. God does not offer temporary fixes. He's not into just like putting a patch on something. You know, um, so how, how did I get to that? Well, so I'm asking the question, you know, what does it mean to be poor? What does it mean to be a captive? What does it mean to be blind? What does it mean to be oppressed? You know, these are the categories that are that are mentioned here. And uh, what does it mean for there to be glad tidings or good news, the gospel? What does it mean to have liberty? What does it mean to be recovery of sight? What does it mean to be set free from oppression, et cetera, et cetera? These are the categories. And um, I thought that uh, there, there could be purely natural solutions proposed. And that's the best that we can do actually on our own the best and the brightest amongst us you know solutions and but on just a purely natural level um so good news to the poor like robin hood steal from the rich give to the poor give everybody some cash money (laughs) saint francis forgive me i just pulled a a wad of one dollar bills out of my pocket (laughs) those of you listening on the internet um you know I just had eye surgery and got new glasses at the uh, eye doctor the other day. So I look like I have a black eye. I did not get punched. Okay. And, uh, you know, recovered a little bit of sight or, you know, let's sneak into uh, the jail and like break people out. You know, how many great movies have there been like jailbreaks, you know, like Shawshank Redemption or whatever, you know. So these could be um, purely natural solutions and answers. And at the end of the day, the even the best of that is actually just a temporary fix. 
You know, and so what God does in Jesus is so much more than that. And I think a clue to point us in that direction, brothers, is that the redemption, the salvation that Jesus gave, wasn't just a return to the garden. It wasn't just a restoration to how things were before the fall. You know, like Adam and Eve before the fall. Perfect. Truly human, but just, you know, perfect. No sin. So the intellect is not darkened. The will is not weakened. And the interior desires are not disordered. Adam and Eve before the fall. Naked without shame. Uh, The redemption isn't just a return to that. You know, when Jesus comes, you know, like um, he healed people miraculously. They were like legit, full-on healings. But every single person who got healed got sick again. And even like the raising of Lazarus from the dead. You know, dude is dead four days in the tomb. Lazarus come out, unbind him. You know, uh, the Bible doesn't tell us, but we, we can know Lazarus died again, okay? He's not like walking around like some zombie, you know? Like here's poor Lazarus. He's like, oh, you know, uh, even like the, the biblical idea of returning to the land, you know, this promised land. Well, what if everyone in the world tried to live in the state of Israel? It's like, what, the size of Connecticut? It's not big enough to hold everybody, you know? Like, so, um, it's, so God is not into just offering temporary fixes, you know? And that's why the, the New Testament describes the redemption in Jesus as a new creation. So it's not just to fix my broken heart. It's like, I will give you a new heart. It's not just put a patch on this torn habit. Thank you, Brother Colby. No, Brother Colby's like, forget that. It's easier for me just to give you a new habit, right? <laughs> um, so it's not just a return to the garden. It's not just a restoration of how things were before the fall. It's not just the perfection of our humanity. He actually offers us his divinity, a share in the divine life. It's, it's an internal fix. It's, it's a, a never returning to sickness. It's a never returning to death. It's eternal life. It's... it's um, yeah, there's just something so beautiful and powerful about that. So what does that mean for us this morning? So um, first of all, I think it means that we are poor and captive and blind and oppressed in ways that we don't even know. You know, it's like, um, so there's a grace to be aware of things that, that are uh, the reality that's even more than what we could have figured out on our own best effort, you know. Um, and, uh, but then it's not just, again, it's not just, um, well, here's some money. So now you're not poor or like you've been broken out of jail and now you can live in Argentina and we'll never come look for you. Or, you know, it's, there's, it's more than that. It's, it's more than just the perfection of a, a purely human existence, but it's an elevation to eternal life, communion with God himself, shares, partakers in the divine nature. Beautiful, huh? Beautiful. And, and what that means for me today is that whatever happens to be my reality right now, whatever my own particular struggles, my own particular needs, this day, this, there's daily bread for me today. Like exactly today will bring me exactly what I need. Uh, not always what I want, but what I need, you know, the, the, the sacramental of the present moment. That if God is good and God is trustworthy and God is loving and he's all powerful, all those qualities that God has, that he is just and merciful and that he loves everyone and he loves me, that um, this day, this, this walk of faith with Jesus, this, um, 
the spirit of the Lord resting upon him and resting upon now his body, the church, um, that uh, there's something bigger and deeper and more than I could even understand on my own, you know, that the Lord wants to give me. And um, so we don't receive the fullness today. Not Every I is not going to get dotted. Every T is not going to get crossed. Every problem is not going to be solved. You know, there's a mystery there. The kingdom is here. It's already, but not yet. It's, you know, that it's, it's growing like a seed that grows in soil, but um, the harvest is not yet. The harvest is not yet. At the end of time, when you know, Jesus returns in glory and uh, there's the general resurrection of everyone who's ever lived, you know, there is the fullness of the kingdom. Until then, it's slowly kind of taking root and growing in the hearts of, of all of us. So um, let's pray for the grace this day to, to do our lousy best, as Father Gershaw used to say, to to schlep along, to, to struggle, to cooperate with the way God's grace is coming to me this day, and to know um, that uh, he is real, and that he is at work, and that he is uh, present you know, in the concrete reality of my day this day, and that uh, everything is coming from the hand of a loving and provident Father, and uh, we can trust him, we can have confidence, and we can move forward. In Jesus' name, amen. You've been listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars, The Renewal. Please visit us at franciscanfriars.com or on social media, CFR underscore Franciscans.